Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan. Steve Sparky, Fiverr with you. Up till 3 o'clock. Rami Show. Rami Makloff. Coming up at 3. Kane Pittman. Locked on Bucks podcast. Uh, joins them coming up at 5 o'clock. Kane Pittman, Locked On Bucks podcast, 5 o'clock on Rami's show. So stay tuned for that. Asking you right now, how do you view former players, coaches, league executives when they're on Sports Talk Radio or on TV giving their thoughts, uh, different opinions? And this comes off of the Ron Wolf interview we did yesterday on the Wendy's Big Show that, thanks to Dan Pluckers uh, tweeting, our executive producer blew up into a whole big national thing. It's on ESPN, it's on Fox Sports 1, it's all over the freaking place, uh, which which is fine. But some of the reactions I'm seeing is just mind-boggling to me, and I, I'm just trying to figure out at what point did we possibly turn the corner. Doug at St. Francis let us off uh, before the break and said that he, he does appreciate it. He does like the take from the former players on different topics. Let's go to Mike on the south side. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan. Doing good, buddy. How are you? You know, I take stock until I hear it from the horse's mouth. Aaron Rodgers, all he said was he wanted to be traded. He never said why. But the one that really got me laughing, I'll be quick because my voice is still bad. I can tell. Dan Orlovsky on the big net, the four letter this morning. Yeah. He says, the Packers need to come to Rodgers with flowers a necklace, and a ring. They don't want to marry him. They just want him to play football. If he wants to take his towns to Denver, be with his fiance, that's another thing. He broke up with Danica. He was he didn't meet this girl in the off season. He had an MVP year. But when he was with Danica, he had a bad year. I think it's ridiculous. This is 17 days now, and it's getting really old. Oh, it's not going to end any time. It's not going to end any time soon, Mike. Thanks for the call. It's not. And uh, we're going to try and get Dan Orlovsky on this show. But to what Orlovsky said, I didn't hear him say that. Uh, just look at LaFleur. I mean, he he's slobbering all over himself and trying to talk about how much they have to have Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that is what's happening, guys. I mean, whether you like it or not, they – they are trying to do as much publicly as they can to convince Rodgers that he's wanted and making him feel wanted. Now, whether any of it's working or anything's actually, if it's making any bit of difference with Aaron, who knows, because he's too scared to talk. But, I mean, that that's kind of where we're at. Uh, more breaking news uh, here on 1250 AM. The fan. This is non-sports related breaking news, but I feel like it's you know of note to everybody around here. Uh, Fox 6 News tweeting out, breaking Milwaukee will remove the moving Milwaukee Ford health order effective June 1st, meaning no more mask mandate after June 1st. So no more mask mandate 
uh, after June 1st uh, in the area. I figured most of you would want to know that, so that's why I pass it along. Interesting. June 1st, a big day, right? That's the day Aaron Rodgers deal. Uh, he can really be moved more effectively by the Packers in a trade. Uh, no more mask wearing, uh, no more mask mandate uh, in Milwaukee either. So, yeah, June 1st, that's the day. Tony in the Falls, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Tony, how do you view former athletes, executives, and coaches when they talk on the radio or on TV? I, how you doing, Sparky? Good. I, I almost feel like we need to value their opinions more, or I do at least, because they are not trying to say the right thing and then have to go into the office the next day. You know, if they speak their mind and it rubs somebody the wrong way, I, I don't think we always get the real from the guys that are still affiliated, but former, just like Larry, uh, Leroy and uh, uh, Gary. I mean, it, I, I feel like they're honest, you know, all the time about their opinions about things and whether I disagree or not is irrelevant. I just feel like I'm getting somebody's honest opinion. Now, I, would I believe Gutekunst? I mean, if he came out and said something, I, I honestly think he's getting just what he wanted. I think they're trying to run him out of town. I think they have been for a long time. I think it started with getting letting Jordy go and not telling him. I think Rodgers could care less about Love getting drafted. He's just upset that they're not communicating with him, and I hope he leaves. I I, I won't watch until Gutekunst is gone. I Pitchforks and, and torches. I mean, Again, I've got a buddy that hasn't been a Packer fan since Brett Favre left and, and held it against McCarthy and Ted Thompson the entire time and said, I'm done. Until they're gone, I'm done. Uh, I don't and, blame him, and I, I don't. I still don't think I haven't asked him point blank if he's back on the bandwagon yet. But I, I, I don't think he is. I, I don't think he came back to the Packers after that and left for good. Tony, thanks, thanks for the call. This is the thing, right? So, because Rogers isn't talking because he's scared, uh, we don't really know what is going on other than his minions, what they're all saying out there. And I, I use the term minions. Uh, because that's pretty much what they are. He's kind of using his guys to do his dirty work for him because he's scared, as I will continue to say going forward until he actually talks, which is ridiculous, but that is what it is. You got James Jones out there on TV doing your talk, and you got Kuhn on TV and on the radio doing your talking for you. All of this stuff is nonsense. It's absolute, complete nonsense. And that's why right now when everybody's got their opinion of what the real issue is, nobody knows. We don't know what the issues are technically. I mean, I'm on the opposite side of what he just said. I'm on the side of this is about Jordan Love. This is about him holding a grudge at the organization because they drafted his replacement. This is about him not wanting to be in Brett Favre's shoes uh, like when Aaron was drafted and not wanting to look at his replacement for the next two or three years knowing that he's going to take his job. That That's what I think it is. Doesn't mean I'm right, because the man hasn't talked. So it could be he wants control of personnel. It could be he can't move past the Jordan Love thing. It could be something else that we aren't aware of. Don't know. The longer you don't talk, the more this is just going to continue to pick up. The more people are going to get frustrated and are going to start to turn on Aaron. That's how this is going to play out. Mark it down. The longer he doesn't talk, the more Packer fans specifically are going to get frustrated and angry at Aaron for not just saying what's going on. I, I know I'm sick of it. Q on the north side, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan. What's going on, Q? Hey, uh, Sparky. I believe the context in which the person, who it is, and what they're speaking of, and let me give you an example. 
remember when Greg Jennings was upset with Aaron? Yeah. And, and, and y'all was talking about his sister, like his sister was making comments. Yep. Like his sister was getting the comments from somewhere. Sure was. Like, and then, um, I know Schefter isn't a sports figure or whatever, but he's getting these, he's getting this from somewhere. Like, so that just, that's what makes me the context of what's being said and who's saying. So that's, that's my answer. Cause I know I don't sound the best on the radio. I'll let, I'll let go. Yeah, no no question about it. All right, sounds good. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. And yeah, and, and that is part of it, right? As far as where are you getting uh, all this information from, those people that are kind of out there talking. Now, the Schefter thing, he's represented by the same agency as Aaron Rodgers. It is what it is, folks. I mean, he is. Now, whether or not, you know, those people and the Creative Artists Agency, CAA, uh, from that perspective – you know, where people talking, you know, and and deciding when they were going to put it out, I have no idea. Schefter says he just woke up on draft day and decided he was going to do it after hearing the Paul Allen report that was wrong about uh, the Niners making an offer. And decided, well, somebody's going to break it, so it's going to be me. And took the selfish way and said, I'm going to go do this. Now, now, again, as we've talked about, the man gets paid to break stories. That's why he makes what he makes, however much that is. I'm not even sure how much Adam Schefter makes. But whatever it is, it's a good amount of money, a lot more than I make, a lot more than probably most of us make. And he broke the story. Plain and simple. Now, as Packer fans, you get all upset and angry that he broke the story, but it doesn't change the fact that it's still a story. Like, it's not going away. And then after he breaks the story, then all these other reporters that had been sitting on all the stuff that they had been hearing from different people along the way about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and their fallout, then they all started unloading their stories as well. Then everybody unloaded. So this wasn't Adam Schefter and nobody else had heard a peep out of this outside of Schefter. Everybody was sitting on stuff and apparently nobody wanting to break it necessarily. But once he opened up Pandora's box, out came everything. And that's why it's hard for me to believe that there's not some truth or a bunch of truth to what's being said out there. I'm not going to say everything is accurate because it's probably not. There's probably some stuff that's wrong, but I guarantee you there's probably more stuff that's right than stuff that's wrong. That's being floated out there. And as Gary and Leroy have said, you know, just come on, deny everything. Well, even if you come on and deny everything at this point, I don't know how many people are actually going to believe you because you've sat there and waited the whole time. If he would have came out and denied it right away on draft day that Thursday, more people would have believed Aaron and said, okay, they're just making crap up. That's what would have happened. Because people don't want to like the media anyhow. So that that just gives them more reason to not like the media. Ah, it's crap. But because he's let this play out forever, it's going to be very difficult to sway people that some of this stuff isn't true. Mike in Greenfield, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. How do you view former players and coaches and executives when you see or hear them on the radio or TV? Well, most of them, I, I like to take their experience, like uh, Jerry Augustine. Um, uh, you said coaches and players or coaches? Players, coaches, executives, okay. any type of former uh, personnel. Well, they've been through it. They've been in the trenches. Uh, Gary, we're so lucky to have Gary and uh, Leroy even though he didn't send me my cookbook yet. But anyhow, um, I just, we have to value some of the stuff they say because they know, they know that, yeah, they're getting paid a lot of money, but they also go through a rigorous 
schedule and they get their bodies beat up and stuff and, you know, concussions and that. But I'm, uh, I thought we were going to be able to uh, vent a little about what's going on here with, uh, you know, uh, I, I just think the era of players deciding who's going to coach them and picking their own teams, I just think that's, that's taken away. That's just taken away from stuff. You know, I, I'm a little frustrated by that. And because uh, I laid brick for a living, and I wasn't talented enough to uh, uh, play a uh, sport professionally. But I'm just venting, and uh, so I guess there's my comments. So wait, uh, like hold, on, said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop for a second. Because I, I think you went somewhere where probably a lot of people are, are driving around in their car or, or listening on the Odyssey app or whatever are feeling. You you made the point of, I lay brick for a living. Well, what does that have to do with what's going on with Rodgers? Are you saying that you lay brick for a living, so you're kind of you know jealous or whatever the fact no, of no, how no. much money he makes to play a game and therefore pretty much shut up and play? No, no. I I just, you know, uh, nowadays, you know, if he, first of all, I don't know if he really said he wants Gudikins fired. And if he did, that's just insane. And, uh, but, no, no, I wasn't meaning, you know, what I was saying is, you know, I wasn't talented enough at football. I had too many concussions. I couldn't play football. Otherwise, I, I might have. But And uh, so baseball, I wasn't good enough to hit a fastball. So I laid brick. These, these guys are very talented, and they get paid a good hunk of change, but they also sacrifice a lot. But I still think, you know, the idea of, Having one of your bosses fired or someone in charge, I think that's just crazy. And what I'm saying is, you know, um, and I'm not jealous at all because uh, I enjoyed, uh, I had a good reputation as a bricklayer. And uh, and it was satisfying. I, I would have liked to play football, but no, I don't. I just mean that I wasn't gifted enough to be playing in a sport where they pay a lot of money. Absolutely. And, okay, and so I don't. There's no jealous. Hey, I I got my four grandkids, my uh, children, and my in-law children, and my darling wife of fifty some years. That's you awesome, Mike. I appreciate you. Thanks for the call. I but I see. This is my point. I'm glad I let him clarify that. I, I think there are people that are like that. That say, man, I've got my education. I got my grades in school. I'm doing what I want to do for a living, but I'm not making, you know, I don't have $200 million sitting in the bank because of it. They play for a game for a living, make all of this money. They should shut up and play and fulfill their contract. I think there are a lot of people that think that. And then when you hear sometimes former coaches or executives or players when you hear that come out of maybe their mouths as a former coach or executive, similar to Ron Wolf, of pretty much you're on a contract, go play Aaron Rodgers, versus then you hear a former player that pretty much says, hey, man, get yours, right? Like Leroy said, hey, it's not guaranteed money in the NFL. Be different if it was Major League Baseball or the NBA. That's guaranteed money. You know you're getting that. But the NFL, it's not. So it's, it's a little bit different in the NFL than other sports. And now you've got the fans kind of listening to both sides of this going, all right, where do I sit? Where do I, where am I going to stand on this deal? 
Then you have another group of fans that look at this and go, I don't really care about the money whatsoever. I care about my team winning a Super Bowl, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers had enough. And you have guys that are out there in front, right, that are saying Aaron Rodgers doesn't think he had enough. Some of the guys that he's got out there doing media for him right now. You've got that side of it, too. But then you've got fans going, ah, this is hogwash. I, I, I don't believe anything I'm hearing at this point. That's why I'm asking the question. How do you view former players, coaches, executives uh, when they talk on the radio or talk on TV? We have two on the big show. Gary Ellison and Leroy Butler. And I love doing the show with them and I value their opinion. We may argue at times, but I value their opinion and having them. Better than me doing a show by myself, right? And not having that that knowledge right there whenever I want it. And, And got two beautiful friendships out of it as well. Chris and Brookfield, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Dude, Sparky, how you doing today, man? Doing all right. I, I, I take it both sides of the grain of salt, depending on who's doing the talking. If it's management side, they're going to have a point of view. If it's a player side, they're going to have a point of view. I understand in the NFL, even though they're under contract, they can still cut them at any time pretty much. have to pay them some of the, what they owe them, but they can still release them. We've seen that happen where everything else is guaranteed. I have no problems with getting yours. They, every human being has the right to make as much money as they possibly can. But A-Rod, he's under contract. He's still one of the top play players in the NFL. He's not hurting for anything. And, uh, I mean, he's got Kuhn supposedly going with his little interviews, saying things. He's got Jones saying things. The ex-wide receiver. I'm like, personally, grow a pair, come out, straighten it all out, tell, tell the public what you want, stop hiding behind your, your former players, and let us know what's actually going on. You know, I mean, you hear different sides of every story. It's just like Leroy talking about, oh, yeah, as soon as the schedule comes out, A-Rod's going to talk. Well, I guess Leroy was wrong there. And you got Gary backing up uh, Chucky up there in Green Bay. Well, I disagree with Gary. I think Murphy's the biggest problem there is in, up in that thing, trying to make everything run through him instead of keeping what the Packers system was with the GM running the show on the football side. So I, I just think everything's a grain of salt. The players are going to say one thing, management's going to say another, and it's never going to change. That's just a fact of life. It is. I just wish A-Rod would grow a pair of balls and come out and tell us exactly what's going on instead of hiding. I'm tired of his big old chip-on-the-shoulder Southern Cowboy hiding. Come out and tell us what the problem is. So thanks. we all know. Chris, thanks for the call. I, I agree with you on him hiding. In that... that that's the thing I think that it probably irritates me the most in all of this uh, is that he's not talking. Now, if you were listening to the Wendy's Big Show earlier, Dan Plucker uh, passed the law. And Kenny Mayne, uh, who is being going to be done at ESPN, Monday will be his last sports center. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, apparently, and Marshawn Lynch, by the way, uh, are, are two of the people that they're going to have on that sports center with Kenny Mayne. I would not hold your breath thinking that Kenny Mayne is going to do some hard-hitting interview with Aaron Rodgers on Monday night on SportsCenter. Like, I I have absolutely little to no faith that's going to happen. I haven't asked Plucker this. Plucker, what do you think? Do you think this is going to be a hard-hitting Kenny Mayne interview with Aaron Rodgers on SportsCenter Monday? No. No. I, I think it's going to be maybe one question at the end of it. Like, uh, hey, man, thanks for coming on. The fans got to know, though. Like, What's going on? And then it'll be like that one clip. It'll be he'll talk for like 30 seconds and be like, oh, yeah, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. I haven't been around my phone recently. I haven't really been in the media. So exactly. uh, that's how it ends. And, and that's how it's going to end. It's going to be 
a very blanket statement. Of course, we're all going to be watching. Rogers and has because... to, and Rogers has to agree to that question being asked. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, Kenny Mayne can't have him on. I mean, right. if you don't even ask him the question, people will lose their minds. Like you have to ask him something. Mm-hmm. Now you can have your prefabricated answer where you say nothing to Kenny Mayne on Monday, but like you said. Every media outlet's going to be watching. Every Packer fan is going to be watching on Monday Night Sports Center. Uh, not for Kenny Mayne, but to see what Aaron Rodgers actually says right. uh, on the broadcast. Could you imagine if Aaron Rodgers on the broadcast said he's retiring? That would be wild, but it very well could be possible. <laughs> could you like, imagine? Ew. Kenny Mayne's like, hey, Aaron, so what's next, man? You coming back? Go back to Green Bay or what? No, I've decided to retire. Uh, you're the first one I'm telling this to. Um, I got more than enough money. I don't really need to play football anymore, and uh, I'm going to get married, have some kids, and uh, settle down. Could very well be the case. I, I, Tuesday, I, I'm not expecting anything. And, I'm, I'm, whatever happens, it's going to be like, okay, that happened, and then we're going to go on from there. Like he, he could say, yeah, Jeopardy gave me the full time gig, and that's where I'm going. And yeah. yeah, he could say, I'm just done. Like I'm getting married, and having like you said, having kids, yeah. and going to live my life. Or he can say. He could say, you know, I'm just going to hold out, and hopefully this will all figure itself out. Yeah, got some good news uh, here on uh, on Monday night on ESPN with Kenny Mayne. I've accepted the Monday Night Football Analyst job for Monday Night Football <laughs> on ESPN this year, and that's where I'll be. I'll be up in the booths. Everybody can check me out on Monday nights here on ESPN. Nobody's brought up that angle of him going up to a booth and being an analyst. Jeopardy I, and being an analyst. You're right. He could, he could double down, do no both. No question. Absolutely. Yes, no question. And you know they're going to pay him. They were paying Gruden good money. They would definitely pay Aaron Rodgers through the roof good money uh, if he was doing Monday Night Football on ESPN. Here's something we haven't asked. Like, would you be more upset with Aaron if he retired or if he got traded? Like, if he got his way and he got traded, I think like a lot of people have come to grips with that. But if people come to grips that like he could just say, I'm done and walk away, like, which of those two scenarios makes you more angry? All right, I'll answer. Coming up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Welcome back, Sparky's Midday Madness, live from the Gene Widener Plumbing Studios. For all of your plumbing needs, go to GeneWidenerPlumbing.com. If you are looking to sell and you already have outside sales experience for transportation in, in the transportation industry, I got a place for you to go. If you're looking to make a switch, Young Express, the company we talk about so much, is continuing to grow, and they want you. They're currently looking to add to their sales department. Now, outside of outside sales experience being required in the transportation industry, you also have to be willing to prospect new businesses via phone, email, and social selling. Reliable transportation is a must. You're going to be driving. Willingness to travel within an assigned territory and closing and follow-up skills are a must. What you can expect from those fine folks over to Young Express. A 40-hour work week, salary plus commissions, bonuses, and contests, plus health insurance, 401k with up to 3% company match, and profit sharing. Existing book of business from day one, very critical to any new sales job. Expense account with generous mileage reimbursement, plus cell phone, tablet, and all sales and promotional materials provided to you by Young Express. Email your resume today to jyoung, J-J-U-N-G, at youngexpress.com, or apply at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G, express.com. Young Express, success, drives them. Dan Plucker, uh, the esteemed executive producer here of 
the Wendy's Big Show, other side of the glass, asked me before the break uh, and brought up the fact of, look, we haven't really talked about it, but are you going to be more mad at Aaron Rodgers uh, if he were to get his way and get traded, or would you be more mad at Aaron Rodgers if he essentially walked away and didn't play again, right? is that Do I have that right, Plucker? That's how you yeah. phrased it? I, I think... I think it's tough uh, because I am one that says do not let him walk away and not do anything. Like I, I, I'm not about holding ground and, and trying to stroke my ego by saying, oh, no, I'm not trading you. Oh, no, no, absolutely not. You're under contract. I will not move you because I think you lose. I mean, you win from from stroking your own ego if he doesn't play the rest of his career. Fine. You win in that aspect. Congratulations. But you're going to lose because you're going to blow a golden opportunity to build a really strong football team around Jordan Love. We talked about it earlier during the Wendy's Big Show. This deal that Albert Breer and NFL executives put together of what it could look like if there was a Packer-Broncos deal. You're talking about three ones, a two, a great pass rusher in Bradley Chubb, a great guard in Reisner, and then on top of that, you add a quarterback, say it's Drew Locke, who, again, I don't want, but let's say it's Patrick Sertan, their first-round pick, a corner like Gary Ellerson said he'd do the deal for, and if he's part of that deal, absolutely you do that. That's better than getting your way and not letting him play the rest of his career. I mean, I so, for, for, so to go back to the question, you know, am I going to be more angry if he gets trade or sits out? I'm going to be more angry at the Packers if he sits out and they don't do something than I will at Aaron Rodgers. Because I'm not really mad at Aaron Rodgers, to be honest with you. I'm not. I'm really not. Look, if you don't want to be here, then get your get out. See ya. Bye-bye. Toodles. Don't let the door hit you on your behind. I have no interest in keeping this dude. None. If he doesn't want to be here. I'm certainly not going to get into what they're doing right now publicly. This whole thing is ridiculous because you're right. He is under contract and he's got the highest cap number in the entire league. The highest salary cap number in the entire league. And I'm supposed to feel bad for Aaron Rodgers because he doesn't have say in personnel matters. I'm supposed to feel bad for Aaron Rodgers because they drafted a protection policy in case his old butt gets hurt again like he's done multiple times in his career or to eventually replace his old butt at some point, I'm supposed to feel bad for Aaron? No, I don't. And I'm not going to, but I'm also not mad at Aaron. As we talked about, in today's society, it's a me society. That's what it is. Everybody looks out for themselves. Now, some will say, if you are in a family situation, it should be about the family. And why is it that sometimes the families break up? Because one or two individuals are more concerned about themselves than the actual what's best for the family. In this situation, we're talking about a football team. And any type of sports team, I think you can look at and say, that's kind of like a family. And when you put yourself out in front of your family and then your family members take issue with it, your next move could be your last move in regards to how you deal with your family going forward. We don't know 
what's going on with Aaron Rodgers and his family or what sparked them not talking or whatever the case may be. But you can just tell Aaron, look at that example. Dude, you're not talking to your family. Is that about you or is it about your family? And now you have yourself in a situation with your other family, this football team, and you're about to do it again. You're about to go through the same thing again. Are we really sure this is the right approach to how we want to do things? Are we really sure that we're thinking clearly and the end game is going to benefit me the way I think it's going to? Because if you end up going to another team and you don't win a Super Bowl, you're going to be widely criticized more now than you've ever been. Because you're putting the spotlight more on you now than you had before. And some argue the spotlight was too big on you before and you probably shouldn't have been in the spotlight as much as you were. As far as guys going after him in the national media and so forth and always kind of picking on him. He was already at that point. Now he's asking for some more of the shine. Okay. Well, you get more of the shine, you better produce. It better not be, I don't have enough. Because I agree with Gary and Leroy on this situation. You're not going to get more in Denver than what you have in Green Bay. Not right away. It may take a couple years for Judy and Cortland Sutton and those guys to get to that level. But right now, they are not what you have in Green Bay. So I I completely strayed away from the question that, that Dan Plucker asked. I guess my answer is I'm not mad at him regardless. That, that, that's where I'm at. Some Packer fans may be, but I'll be mad at the Packers if this dude goes away when they could trade him and refuse not to. I'll be mad at the Packers. If they trade Aaron Rodgers, I'm not going to be mad at anybody. Not at anybody. As long as the Packers get a big haul, like has been suggested for the last couple of weeks of the haul they could get, as long as that haul was three first-round picks and some other stuff, Fine. Then let's move forward. Why would you want somebody working for you that doesn't want to be there? Why would you want that? And I don't care what walk of life you're in. Why would you want that person working for you if they didn't want to be there and hated their job? Why wouldn't you just move on from that person and bring in somebody else that has some some energy and wants to be a part of the company? This is no Different in my mind. No different whatsoever. Coming up next, we'll talk with Rami Makhlouf as we get ready for the Rami Show featuring Kane Pittman coming up at 5 o'clock. Locked on Bucks podcast. That's straight ahead. You can hear Rami is in the house and uh, he'll join us. What was that, you weirdo? Welcome to Sparky's Midday Madness. See Sparky Pfeiffer as we broadcast live the new in our plumbing studios. If you missed anything on the Wendy's Big Show earlier today, John Heyman, Odyssey.com, MLB Insider, Josh Vernier, 610 Sports in Kansas City, both join us uh, on the Wendy's Big Show or any of the other things. We talked about Joy Taylor's tweet from Colin Cowherd. Uh, we talked about uh, the Rodgers deal proposed by Albert Breer and NFL executives of a deal that would send Rodgers to the Broncos for a boatload of stuff. All you have to do is go to BigShowNetwork.com. You can catch all that stuff. Download that Odyssey app. You can rewind anything within the last 24 hours you hear here on the fan. 
And of course, uh, follow us on Twitter at 1250 AM, the fan or me uh, at Sparky Radio. Uh, so Rami Makloff is here now getting ready for the Rami show coming up at three o'clock. Do tell what is coming up at three o'clock, Rami Makloff. I don't hear you. No, no I, I don't hear you. Hold on a second. Because I. You're going to go over there? All right, go ahead. Check, check, check. Yeah, One, two, check. Great. Is that good? I don't hear myself. Whatever. You hear me, though? Yeah, I hear that's you. All, that's all I need. Uh, Kim and LaVoy, judgment of the day, Sparky. You realize the first uh, full team workout for the Packers will be this Monday? Nice. You're Matt LaFleur. Do you install the Aaron Rodgers offense? Do you install the Jordan Love offense? Or do you install the Blake Bortles offense? Which which offense do you start installing on Monday when you get together for full team activities? Offense is off. Defense no. only. N- <laughs> no, we're going to need all the defense we can get if Jordan Love's playing. So that is not an option in the offense, Twitter poll, man. No, offense, that is not an option in the Twitter poll. That's hmm, not that's Offense not is off. No, well, offense is not off. off. Those guys are going to show up. I can do whatever I want. I'm off. Matt LaFleur. You just said you're Matt LaFleur. All that's guys, what you said. So everybody's, everybody's going to show up. No, everybody's just gonna, stay home. That's, it's too late for that. No, you stay home. Flights are already planned. Guys are coming in, man. Guys are there. You're guys, running the Aaron Rodgers offense. Simple. So that's what you're installing on Monday. Yep. You're running the Aaron Rodgers offense. Yep. All right. I, I you don't have a choice until he says. Well, not until he says. We don't know what he's saying. But he's going to be on with Kenny Mayne on Monday. Yeah, which will be a complete joke. But, what do you mean what, a complete joke? Kenny Mayne is a complete joke. Dude, Kenny Mayne did a great job last time he had Aaron Rodgers on. Yeah. A great job. Okay, I, I'm not I, even kidding. I, I'm telling you right an, now. He did an awesome job with Aaron, the interview last time he had Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is not going on there to break news with Kenny Mayne. Well, Kenny Mayne is going to ask the questions. How Aaron Rodgers answers them, that's up to Aaron Rodgers. But Kenny Mayne is going to ask the questions. Kenny Mayne isn't having Aaron Rodgers on his last Sports Center to do some jokey, hacky now, interview. That now, ain't happening. Now joining us, Bucks owner Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, tell us about the Bucks Heat game over the weekend. <laughs> that's not happening. Oh, my God. I promise you. Oh, my God. He's going, to say, he's going to be asked the questions. I don't know how he handles them, but he's going to be asked the questions. I'll believe it when I see it. He'll handle Actually, I do know how he'll handle it. He'll handle them in a very, peace, in a very like political way. Too. And say nothing. Well, yeah, in a, in a roundabout way, say a lot of nothing. Yeah. But right. he'll, he'll be asked the questions. He's scared, and, and that's fine. You'll have to read between the lines. He's yeah. not, what is he scared of? He's not scared of anything. Clearly, he's scared of a lot. What do you have against Aaron Rodgers? Why, why do you hate Aaron Rodgers? If, if all of this I was untrue. I just heard you talking about the whole thing with his family. Why do we assume Aaron yes. Rodgers is the bad guy in the whole thing with his family? Maybe his, fam- maybe his family is, is, are people who we shouldn't be talking to. I'm not saying that I know that to be true. I'm just saying we don't well, we know. Don't, we don't know. Right, exactly. But everybody jumps to the conclusion but, of, oh, man, how could you not talk to your Robbie, family? But that was the setup, is your football team is like your family, right? And you have to determine, is your family bigger than you, or are you bigger than your family when you have disputes? As Leroy always says, it's okay sometimes to say, you know what, you're right. Fine, you're right, because it's just not worth fighting over sometimes. what's he supposed to say you're right to? That they're pushing him out the door? He's just supposed to go quietly out the door? Like, yeah, okay, I'll see you guys later, bye, I don't want my job anymore. No, he's he's You don't. Wait, wait, did did I miss something? Was his contract up? No, but he he sees it, the writing on the wall that we all saw on the wall, and he's not wrong to either. Yeah, but the writing is on the wall here. Sam Schmitz is getting ready to take over for your show, but you didn't quit. I mean, look at Sam. He's sitting right there looking at you going, that's right, that's going to be my show. Actually, it's, just a, it's just a matter of days, and then it's the Sam Schmitz show. But you are walking out the door going, oh boy, my replacement's on the other side of the glass. Let's let him, let's let him survive two months as the producer before we start crying yep. at the next host of he's, the show. He's creeping over your shoulder, shaking his head, yes, you're done. Oh, God, man. I, I'm telling you, it's it's real. It's, He's it's got real. a dead-eyed stare, dude. Yes, I don't want him to see. Now I'm a little worried. I don't want him to be my producer yeah. anymore. And it's you know what? I want you fired watch, or I'm out of here. Watch out when you drive out of the. <laughs> 
can still work on your car after Sam this gets is, done with it. Not, see, now we have a situation. Yeah. We I, have I, I a was, situation. I wasn't worried about it until yeah. you brought it up. Now we got a situation. We have a situation. Exactly. So good luck. I hope this all works out for you at the end. Uh, all right, what's coming up on the show? Also, Kane Pittman will join me at uh, 5 o'clock, and it's Tuesdays with Winkler. Bart Winkler will join me at 4 o'clock for a little... Witty banter before the between the afternoon and morning host. Why did you do like a shoulder shake with that <laughs> little, whole witty banter? What, what is that? Little witty banter. I'm glad there's no video to show everybody what you just did. That was embarrassing. All right, coming up next, the Robbie Show. Don't go anywhere. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.